Hello, everybody. I'm Kathy Yang. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. Met finally make progress towards the ending of the brutal trade wars. They signed an interim trade deal Wednesday. Ahead of that much-anticipated trade deal signing, China touted its imports and export sectors, which ended 2019 on a positive note, despite going through Washington's tariff onslaught. But analysts are having doubts. Beijing can still continue that trend after the Phase 1 trade agreement is signed. Ron Cruz reports. China keeping its currency basically stable. Beijing's foreign ministry issued the remarks after the U.S. dropped its currency manipulator label on China. In a report by the U.S. Treasury Department, it said China made commitments to refrain from competitive devaluation. It added Beijing also agreed to publish relevant data on exchange rates as part of the interim trade agreement between the two economic giants. That report reverses an August decision where the U.S. accused China of deliberately holding down the value of its yuan currency to create an unfair trade advantage. The move comes as a high-level Chinese delegation arrived in Washington ahead of Wednesday's signing of the highly anticipated U.S.-China Phase 1 trade deal. For analyst Arthur Dong, the trade agreement between the U.S. and China will bring relief to American farmers. In that deal, Beijing vowed to purchase more American agricultural products in exchange for some tariff cuts. America's agriculture sector has taken a huge hit since China stopped buying soybeans and other products as the trade war ramped up. I think uh, given what the stated numbers that have been pledged, that China may relax up to $40 billion and continue to uh, re-engage with the U.S. farm economy. Other parts of uh, the American economy would be segments of the consumer economy, uh, given an understanding that the uh, the tariffs that were previously imposed will now be reduced to 7.5%, and no new tariffs are going to be imposed moving forward. Wednesday's signing of the initial trade agreement marks a significant milestone in U.S.-China relations as they work to end their 18-month-long trade war that has roiled world markets and stoked worries of a global recession. Ron Cruz, ABS-CBN News. Human stock futures point to a lower open despite the positive sentiment brought by the looming meeting between Washington and Beijing. This as investors keep an eye on earnings with some of the biggest lenders officially opening the latest round of corporate releases. Citi, JPMorgan Chase and Wells Fargo all due to report before the bell. Market watchers also await the new U.S. inflation figures out later in the day. A look at the markets two and a half hours before trading, all of them down by about a tenth of a percent each. Over in Europe, the impending trade truce between the U.S. and China see stocks rebounding from earlier losses, but they're now all down by about a tenth of a percent each. Back here at home, shares staged a last-minute bounce as it played catch-up with the rest of Asia following Monday's trading suspension. But as Michelle Long tells us, at least one analyst isn't buying the local market's rally. Philippine shares played catch-up on Tuesday as it resumed trade following the ashfall from the Taal volcano that shut down the local bores the day before. Of course, uh, 
the the explosion is definitely uh, a negative no so at the at the onset but if you look at it further um, we know that the region is also um, uh, the extension of NCR you know and the major developers uh, property developers and also uh, the food uh, industry you know the food industry who had who has its um, well commissaries and uh, and uh, 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 growing areas in those areas no uh, might be of little concern when the dust settles no then there there um, there could be a um, a broader perspective that can actually control or limit the asset in prices no the the region is more of an industrial um, area no for for uh, in, in the context of the whole economy no so i think more of the concern would be the locators moving forward after an initial decoupling, Philippine shares eventually went up, joining most other Asian markets higher as investors in the region digest positive trade numbers from China and are waiting for the signing of the Phase 1 trade deal between the U.S. and China happening in Washington on Wednesday. That's Thursday, Manila time. Philippine shares down all day enjoyed a last-minute U-turn to finish up by half of 1%, settling at 77.93. For the long term, it doesn't look so nice because uh, sometime around 2015 up to current, we are seeing a uh, big head and shoulders. The critical point for me here is that uh, I should really take a look at how it's going to do when it goes back to 7.5. So this is the critical area. If it breaks 7.5, as far as the right shoulder is concerned, this is pointing to 6,700. In corporate stories, Mega World is launching its fifth residential development, and it's the Maktao Newtown project in Cebu. The 20-story Pearl Global Residences will add 222 residential units to the 30-hectare township and is expected to generate around 2.3 billion pesos in sales once completed in 2025. Meanwhile, FirstGen assures the public its three gas-fired power plants in Batangas City are still available, but warns accumulating ashfall could damage the turbines. A fourth one, the 414-megawatt San Gabriel power plant, has been on scheduled shutdown from January 4 to 18. The company says they are in coordination with the National Grid Corporation and Medalco, as well as the Energy Department, in case it needs to close down the plants. FirstGen, like this news channel, is part of the Lopez Group of Companies. Michelle Long, ABS-CBN News. Taal Volcano is one of the most active volcanoes in the Philippines. Its main crater lake, which is two kilometers in diameter, is strictly off-limits due to the sudden steam explosions and the possible release of high concentrations of lethal volcanic gases. Volcanologists classify it as a complex volcano with its rock type as olivine basalt, a type of mineral. The entire volcano island is a permanent danger zone. A total of 33 eruptions have been recorded prior to Sunday's incident. The first was in 1572, when a phreomagmatic eruption occurred at its main crater. But its deadliest eruption happened in 1911, which claimed over a thousand lives. Ash spewed out by the volcano even reached as far as Manila. 
Pictures relating to the deadly eruption have been compiled in the 1912 edition of the National Geographic magazine. Its last eruption was back in 1977, but it has been showing signs of unrest with three seismic swarms in the island in 1991, 92, and 94. At present, the volcano remains under alert level 4, which means a hazardous explosive eruption is possible within hours to days. FIVOX has stressed the need for the total evacuation within the 14-kilometer radius from the volcano's crater, which covers nearly 460,000 people. Where Ta'al heads with his new activity will be closely watched. The Taal's continued volcanic activity is seen as a potential speed bump for the Philippine economy's growth. But as Dina Pontiorig tells us, it could also be an opportunity to reinvent the entire Calabarzon region as one of the country's prime tourist destinations. Taal volcano still showing signs of a possible hazardous eruption. The Philippine Institute of Volcanology and Seismology, or FIVOC, says although the intensity of activity in Taal's main crater has slightly eased, the eruption is still ongoing. The agency has recorded hundreds of volcanic earthquakes since Sunday. New vents have also opened up. FIVOX warns residents not to return to their homes yet amid risks posed by the rest of the volcano. Again, nire-reiterate po natin, hindi po porque nag-humina ng kaunti ang surface activity sa main crater, ay ibig sabihin ay naibsan po ang panganiban na. Alalo na po ngayon na meron na tayong fissuring. So far, the National Economic and Development Authority has pegged the impact of the Taal eruption on Batangas' economy alone at 7.6 billion pesos or over $150 million. If Taal's unrest drags on, an economist warns it could post a temporary speed bump for the country's growth. That's as he notes, Calabarzon, the region where Taal is located, is an industrial and car assembly hub just a couple hours' drive from the capital. It accounted for 17% of the total Philippine economy in 2018. That's the second largest share of the national economy, behind only the national capital region. It has been the second largest contributor to the Philippine economy since at least 2009. Calabar Zone has a, a, contributes quite a chunk of economic activity, so any, any derailment in its, uh, I guess, progress. Uh, could be a drag on economic activity going forward. However, I think uh, this should give uh, ample space for BSP to continue uh, at its accommodative stance just to give the economy an added push. The country's Tourism Infrastructure and Enterprise Zone Authority, or TIEZA, meanwhile sees TAL's volcanic activity as an opportunity for local government units to study the impact on tourism that calamities could bring. It adds the entire Calabarzon region has a great potential to become one of the Philippines' prime tourist destinations. After this, we'd look at the master plan and see the effects of what happened just recently and then see where we can do the promotions moving forward, what kind of industry, what kind of uh, utilities, what kind of um, infrastructure would be required moving forward. Tiaza is an attached agency of the Tourism Department. It had earlier turned over completed infrastructure to the local government units in Calabarzon and is now looking at where they can come in to help in the rebuilding process of affected areas. Dino Pontiorig, 
ABS-CBN News. Ta'al Volcano's eruption causing widespread damage to agriculture, which has now reached over half a billion pesos. Not only that, the real estate industry in the Calabarzon area is also feared to be among the hardest hit. Warren de Guzman tells us more. Adelaida Ambion's roadside garden in Silang Cavite is less than a year old. By planting and selling ornamental plants, bonsai and squash, she's been able to support the schooling of her children in nearby Tagaytay. She had just borrowed money to restock and replant when her garden was hit by ashfall from Taal Volcano. Adelaida has been trying to salvage as much as she can, but many of her plants are beyond saving. Locals here in Silangkavite either depend on farming or have small gardens for supplemental income. But as you can see here, it's all been affected by the ash fall from Taal Volcano. Farmer Louis Baila's banana and pineapple farm and his own ornamental plant garden were affected as well. Aside from the looming threat of another eruption, he fears the ash fall from Taal may have poisoned his soil. The Agriculture Department estimates the total value of damage to agriculture at over a half a billion pesos, covering rice, corn, coffee, cacao and banana, as well as livestock and fish. Interventions for all affected farmers are being prepared for distribution, with about 20 million pesos in assistance already delivered to 17 local government units in Calabarzon. The Agriculture Department adds, while a volcanic eruption is destructive, it can also renew and replenish nutrients in an area in the medium to long term. The immediate effects, however, are painful. Some of the damage, including lost production in tilapia, is expected to affect food supply in Metro Manila. The real estate sector, meanwhile, is expected to take a hit as property owners attempt to unload assets near the Tal Volcano area. Colliers International says condo sales in Tagaytay alone hit 2 billion pesos annually. Initially, given the knee-jerk reaction of some in, uh, unit owners that will be selling their units, we could see about 5 to 10 percent decline in uh, residential prices. But again, recovery, uh, we expect this once the rehabilitation efforts have been uh, fully implemented. Collier says the Taal volcano situation could also slow the further expansion of real estate developments in Calabarzon. Uh, the attention might shift towards Metro Manila, but not just Metro Manila, uh, we also expect the northern part of Luzon. So we have the likes of Bulacan, Batan, and Pampanga. For now, alert level 4 remains over Taal, which means a hazardous eruption is still possible. Warren de Guzman, ABS-CBN News. And that's it for today. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thank you for joining us.